Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? It's No Hospital GMK, and I just skipped class with the Progress Report. The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is an episode of Skipping Class, presented by the Progress Support. Man, I got GMK in the building. How you feeling? Yo, I'm chilling, man. I'm tapped in in Atlanta, and we turned today. That's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate you being here. Salute to my man, Justin. This is dope, man. Like that's I was awesome. saying, like off air, I respect, you know, how you know how to speak, and you actually, you know what I mean, be talking about some shit. Yeah, I just, I just, I just think first. I like that. That's dope. So we're going to get right into it, man. Um, what happened to your IG? Bro, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> whatever Instagram got going on right now, they're really trying to stop the hustle, you feel me? But nah, in between, just to everybody right now who lit right now, in between them distro, them distro, them LA Cali distro promos and just mm-hmm. posting, you feel me, uh, questionable shit like guns and some, anything like that. That shit got up out of there, but I ain't checking for me. I just made a new page this week. That bit going up, so. Okay. Got you. Because, yeah, I'm like, man, am I tripping? Are we nah. blocked? Nah, yeah. And, and, my, and my new page already shadow been. That's crazy. I ain't tripping. Um, so let's get into the music, man. Um, I love that letter to Yasir record. And I'm saying yeah. his name right, correct? Yeah, Yasir. I think that is so freaking dope. Um, because, you know, it's, it's rare that we see that, you know what I mean? Just in terms of you being a young black man, yeah. just, you know, praising your son. But I think yeah. that is so dope. And also uplifting your girl as well, too. So, yeah. um, is that your first child? Yeah, that's my first child. That's hard. That's why I did it, too, though. Yeah. I did it because it's like, you don't never really see that type of shit. Like, niggas almost portray like it's not cool or some shit. You feel me? Like, nigga find out you just had a baby, you sitting in the house with your jit, like, Niggas acting like you weird or something like, you feel me? At the end of the day, that, that what you supposed to do. I got shit, I got a whole life I'm finna live, but I just need to take a moment to capitalize on that so I can create a memory, you feel me? Some shit that bruh gonna remember when he grow up, look back, see the shit. Even if, God forbid, you feel me? Inshallah, I, I hope I live a long life, but shit, if something happened to me, that's something that's gonna live forever for my people and my jit. So I just felt like it was like the perfect thing for me to do. And then shit, include everybody else because instead of keeping it private, I'm gonna just broadcast that shit. Definitely, man. I think shit, if people ain't, you know, listen to you or just new fans and shit, that definitely probably made them new fans, real talk. Yeah, for sure. I be trying to I be trying to keep it like that, relatable. So like even when I do like turnt songs like how I drop that bane and heat, you feel me? Stuff like that, like everything just I keep it all relatable, it just be real shit. Every song I tell a story, whether it's turnt or it's slow, you feel me? But letter to y'all see it was lit too, cause uh, me and my videographer Lisa, like, we really, like, put that shit together for real, you feel me? 
like took our time for her. I recorded some of that. She recorded some of that. Mm. Sat down. She colored everything. Put everything together. Like she do all that herself. You feel me? I just put the the my vision on there. You feel me? And she like see it through my eyes. So we get shit moving. Facts. Um, what has been a new dad taught you so far? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, my son, he ain't really like too active yet. On a knife, he gonna be three months. So right now, what I say being a new dad just taught me is like sometimes, sometimes it's like, what, what, what being a new dad taught me in, in my first three months was like at some point in time, not saying that it's right now already in three months, but I could just see it hindsight, you feel me? Like being a new dad teach me that like at some point in time on certain situations, you're going to have to choose between, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to choose between being there all the time and like being able to like really like do what you got to do, you feel me? Because sometimes you can't do both. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the show in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. That's facts. And I mean, how do you feel, you know, about possibly missing like first steps because you might be on the road doing shows or something, you know? I mean, shit, I try to like, me and mine's like, everywhere I go, I try to like keep them with me and shit. You feel me? Hell yeah. But like, just as far as like, even when I'm in the city and shit, sometimes I get called two o'clock in the morning, yo, bro, tap out, you feel me, pop out. We were such and such, he in the city, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes I gotta move, you feel me? As in shit like that. But anytime I go somewhere far or something like that, I usually just bring everybody out with me. They might not be with me everywhere, but they close by. You feel me? I need them. Nah, respect. Um, now, talk about your childhood and how do you want it to be, you know, different or better, um, you know, for your son? Yeah, definitely. I feel like... Mm-hmm. I feel like... I always had like relationships with everybody who be around me and shit, but that shit don't really be what life taught me growing up is like every relationship ain't a good relationship. Mm. So some people be like, oh, uh, at least you got such and such, at least you, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. When people say shit like that to each other, but I feel like relationships, rather be family, girls, friends, anything like if it ain't beneficial, then it's like detrimental. You feel me? So like that could come from you being in elementary school, middle school, anything. Like people think that because it's your mama, it's your daddy, it's your sister, your brother, they can't be like toxic for you. But that shit could really like weigh a lot on you. So just me, I'm gonna take the shit that I learned and try to like my best to mold like a good um mold like a good environment, you feel me, for me and my jet to be able to like you feel me? Not even just everybody else excluded, just me and bruh mm. on the one-on-one, like able to like, you feel me? Even if I ain't right here right now, sometimes I'm out of town or we doing whatever, like I just try to make that type of like positive environment. That's facts. And you definitely said an important point earlier, just in terms of, you know, sometimes we grow up in toxic situations and not yeah. even realizing it 
What's what's an example of something that you may have experienced just coming up? Just things that I experienced coming up. Like I feel like I feel like like households a lot of people households be full of like people usually only focus on like one type of abuse like physical or some type of shit like when they get in the air beat but sometimes a lot of them abuses and shit be going hand in hand you feel me like a lot of people don't just physically abuse you and then it ain't nothing like you ain't gonna never see that like physical abuse always like nine times out of ten is gonna come at the same hand of something else like mental abuse or something like that you ain't never gonna be able to beat nobody physically without doing something to their mind you feel me? So right. for all them jits will be coming up and you get your hour air day and then you got somebody telling you, oh, they think they make you tough, but they really telling you, oh, you a bitch ass nigga, oh, this and that. And they like getting in your chest like that. Sometimes that shit don't always be, you ain't going to be the most receptive to that type of discipline. So that shit fuck up your mind. And that shit, when, when you grow up, you turn into a type of person, you feel me? That carries certain traits and stuff. So I'm trying to like be real delicate with mm. how I upbring. All my jits, not even just the one I got now, just high up brain them, cause like, shit, what they say, shit, you might fuck around raise a serial killer or some shit playing around, you feel me? So, but other than that, I ain't really got no like, I ain't really got no bad thoughts about it, friend. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the process, so. Respect. Um, so tell me about where are you originally from? Cause I know you was you was born elsewhere outside of Jacksonville, Florida. No, I was I was born I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Gotcha. But right after I was born, I moved. Okay. See, so my family divided. None of us ain't from Florida though. My family from the British West Indies and Alabama. But I don't know, bro, you feel me, before my time, but they ended up right there at that time. So I was born in Jacksonville, Florida, and then we moved over there to North Carolina. We was there for a while, went to Mississippi after that. But all this is before the... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Time that I'm like five or six, around 2005, 2006, Katrina came through mm. and just blitzed my shit. You feel me? Like my whole neighborhood fucked up, everything messed up. We ain't going to school, we ain't got no power. So it, it just was kind of like, like I said, it's the whole environment thing, you feel me? So it just, it just wasn't really like, it wasn't really like what we wanted to be at the time. Not us as a family, you feel me? But so we moved back to Jacksonville. We was there for a while, it was good. And my mama had shit going on. Business-wise and all that. So I ended up um, going to stay with my, I'm tweaking I ended up going to stay with my grandma. Um, God bless that, she had passed now, but um, mm. my aunt Pat. I stayed out there in Lineville, Alabama with her for a while. And that's why. You feel me? That's like Sleazy Floor. That's what we shot Sleazy for it. Mm -hmm. so, I, so I grew up out there. I went to elementary school and all that out there. And I ended up moving back to Jacksonville after that. After that, I really stayed in Jacksonville for all them years. I probably moved back. I was about eight. I stayed in Jacksonville for all them years. And then I moved to the British West Indies when I was 14. So I was out there. I went to second form, third form out there. which is like equivalent to like probably like ninth, 10th grade. Gotcha. I, I did that out there. When I came back, that's when everything just 
Like, that shit was just sour. Mm. So I was already, like, going through shit in Jacksonville. And, you know, we just got all this type of shit going on in, in, in the city. I was going through all that shit in Jacksonville. Ended up going to jail when I was, like, 14. And from there, that's when I moved to the British West Indies. I was out there for a while. And then I came back to Jacksonville. And from there, I haven't spent, like, one year, like, just straight up. It just went sour. That's why I got out this time. I came home from prison. I just moved. Got gotcha. you. Well, how old were you when uh, Katrina happened? How old was I? Mm-hmm. I was probably, shit, whatever the last digit of the year was, that's how old I mean. I was born in 2000. So Let if Katrina see. hit in 2005, I would have been five. Okay, so you were super, super young. Yeah, you feel me? Got you. Because I remember when all that craziness happened, man. That shit was Yeah, sad. like we in the house. We in the house. I'm talking, like, we in this house. In Mississippi, we got a one bedroom. I mean, we got a something one bedroom. We got a one story house. It probably got three, four bedrooms, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's me, my mama. Uh, at the time, my dad was in there. Both of my sisters. My mama, my my daddy friend, that came from around the corner because his house flooded now. So he mm-hmm. done came around the corner. He done brought his two daughters, and then my mama friend. Her house flooded. They got saved by a helicopter from off top. They roof, you feel me? They shit blitzed. But they was in Louisiana. Hmm. So they came down state with us in Mississippi. It's her and her two sons. So now you got all these people in here, you feel me? And then we already ain't, ain't got no food. You feel me? We ain't got no power. So you 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 working, everything rationing. But you got people like FEMA coming through and they give you water. And they give you this and that. But that shit don't really be enough. So it's like, if when you're in the type of situations, if you can, you got to just get from around as soon as possible. I think we probably live like that for like two or three months mm. after the after the aftermath of the hurricane. Wow. Yeah, man. I remember all that stuff. I was, I, shit, I think I was in high school, though. And, um... I just remember we had like so many people coming from New Orleans to. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Ohio, so shit. They it's the middle of the school year and shit. It was crazy. I felt so bad. For yeah, no, nah, that shit was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Damn. That was that was the first time that I had ever seen something like that in my life. You feel me? Cause I'm so young. So yeah, that's traumatic. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I thought that shit looked kind of cool. <laughs> you feel me? I'm a, I'm a jit, so I'm looking outside. The sky is green and purple and everything. I'm like, they're going Kids. on. Yeah, right. like a movie. My neighbor done left her dogs. Oh, they man. done they done evacuated and left the dogs outside in the back porch. Oh no. Like it's like three bloodhounds. So we look out there. You feel me? We got the windows boarded up and shit. We looking out through the back slide window during the middle of the hurricane. Just got them dog flying around, hitting the fence and shit. Oh damn. One of her dogs done died. She don't care about nothing, bro. Jesus. <laughs> one, one of them dogs, yeah, one of the dogs done died. It was two other bloodhounds survived. You feel me? I used to go out that bit whenever my daddy give me some breakfast and shit, get a little bit of hot chocolate and shit. The dog hot yeah. chocolate? I'm five. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, damn, <laughs> I'm five dog years old. You feel me? I'm five years <laughs> old. I'm, I'm, you killing the dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm spreading the love. <laughs> they ain't got nothing to eat. That's the stuff you was trying to do the right thing, and I respect that, man. But that's some, that's some crazy shit. I remember all yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure. Man, so when you was young, before you even thought about doing music, who were some people you was listening to before you thought about being an artist, though? Hmm. Rap-wise, or you mean just musically? In general, in general. it ain't got to be just rap. Because I grew up on such a, like, a diverse scale, because I got them people from the British West Indies and shit, so... So, you got to think, I'm around my mom and them. She playing all them old heads. 
around my daddy, he playing all the all them reggae old heads. You feel my dad me? My little reggae too. He playing all them old heads. But see, my daddy like he fuck with the reggae, mm -hmm. but like it's it's something I can't really explain. It's like you either know or you know. I don't know if you know what calypso is. Uh huh. But like yeah, he old school, so they listen to like calypso and soca music and stuff like that. They don't really you feel me, but. He fuck with that type of shit. So I grew up listening to that. I grew up on a lot of rap from my older siblings. I'm the youngest. So I grew up with a lot of rap from my older siblings. Gucci, OJ the Juice Man, uh, uh, nigga name is Travis Porter. It's okay. Three, three of them boys, ain't it? Yep. Yeah. I used to listen to Travis Porter. That's all uh, right. But I used to listen to like anything that was really popping at the at, at, at the time, cause like I said, both my older brother and older sister, they was both in high school when I was in elementary. So mm -hmm. I'm listening to all that. I got dance hall vibes, cartel, Tommy Lee, Alkaline. You feel me? So Hello I just vibes. I just been big on on everything. And That's I try to, I try to incorporate it all into my music. Nah, respect, respect. That's hard. That's a very diverse, you know, uh list right there. Yeah, nah, for sure. Now talk about when you finally start to get into music, you know what I mean? And you like, man, let me be an artist. Let me take this shit serious. Yeah, uh, when I first started getting into music, anyway, my introduction to music was kind of like, I would say like I was indirectly introduced to the process. Mm. You feel me? I was already writing something before I was composing the music itself. So I was already writing like the metaphors and stuff because I was I was locked up and I was writing like a type of you could call it like a poetry like a spoken word you feel me I ain't gonna give myself too much credit but <laughs> you feel me or we could just call that bit a journal whatever y'all want you feel me but if I'm signing raw I'm gonna say it like poetry not for sure but like I'm I'm writing shit in that bit and I'm showing it to this uh to this CEO mm. at the at the uh, juvenile center. Wow. But cause I'm from Duval County from Jacksonville, but we was in there fighting and you know what I'm saying, jet shit. So they split us all up. Some of us went to Tallahassee, Gainesville, mm -hmm. Daytona. I ended up going to Temple, which is Hillsborough County in Florida. And I'm the only jit there from Jacksonville. So they sent me there by, by myself. I mean, they dorms and shit. I'm just the only nigga there. So I'm just quiet, standing out the way, chilling and shit. I done end up taking my um, notebook from school Mm. Duck that bit off, take it in my room because I'm SRO, single room only. So that mean like they can't put no uh, roommate in there with me, no way. So I'm in there, you feel me, by myself. I'm writing this shit. They come through. I'm sliding, they add a notebook. People just reading it and they just feeling my vibe. They feeling my maturity and shit. And the, like, in the vibe I'm in, that was something that was hard to find, you feel me? Like somebody who had their mind set mm -hmm. the way that I was. So. It was like everybody who worked there just attracted to me. They start showing me love, extra food, come pull up on me two o'clock in the morning. Like, what's up? You wanna do the laundry with me? Hmm. Shit like that. You feel me? And I'm legit. This ain't shit they doing in in juvenile. You feel me? Prison shit. Yeah, niggas doing laundry shit like that. But we we juveniles. You feel me? 17, 18 and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah I'm hanging out in that bit. But nah, shit. Them type of experiences that I felt like though, like really built a nigga up and took me there, but they shipped me from Temple. I went to Melbourne in Brevard County, Florida, and that's why I did my little program. And I was down that bit for six more months, so it totaled out to like a, a year. I did down there for six more months, and while I was down there, I just, at, at that camp, everybody was rapping down there. So 
they all in their circles and they writing and they rapping and shit. So I'm like, shit, I ain't tell nobody yet, you feel me? But they write by my bunk, so you feel me? So I ain't tell nobody yet, but I'm like, fuck it, I'm finna start doing that shit. That shit easy. Be mm -hmm. green ass nigga can write, I can write, you feel me? So I start writing and I show one nigga and he tells somebody else and now I'm showing both of them and now, boy, by the end of the, by the, end of the week in that bit, like everybody know the song. Mm. Everybody singing the song, you feel me? Everybody know the song and we going around, uh, staff sneaking their phones in and shit, recording me, putting me on the snap. Come back the next day, let me know what everybody said. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. That shit like that, you feel me? It was just like, from the jump, I seen the type of feedback that I was getting from going in that direction, bro. And I'm heavy on that. Like, in life, you feel me? Like, when you live a life of, like, non-resistance, hmm. everything gonna be easy. When you going through life and you like, damn, this shit hard. Damn, everything hard for me. That cut you resisting where you supposed to be going. When you pulling against the collar, it's always gonna choke you, you feel me? So it's like, you can't be, you can't be trying to go right when you really meant to go left. And then you wondering why it's so hard for you over here. Cause you ain't supposed to be around them nigga, no way. Shit like that, you feel me? But I just learned that, so I'm going through it like no resistance. I'm like, damn, if this shit so, if this shit so, damn, what's the word? Whatever, but if this shit like working so good for this such a small concentrated like group of people, I'm like, imagine I go and unleash that shit for real, like just out there. So I got out, came home and I did just that. I dropped that shit in my first song, did like 800K. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm finna turn up. That's <laughs> crazy. I end up, you feel me? I wasn't ready for it yet, you feel me? So mm. I end up, I'm, 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 I'm building this shit. I'm building, I'm building pages. They getting deleted and shit. It's discouraging and nigga and shit. And I end up like going back to what I got going on and shit. End up back going, going to prison. Mm. Shit like that, you feel me? Well, first I end up just getting locked up, get out on bond, spend the next couple months again. I, I meet my managers and them after that, Mark J, shout We build that shit in, we get to locking in, dropping shit, feeding the streets, you feel me? Sometime between that, I end up getting roped up. And I'm thinking, because they keep deleting my page, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the views ain't doing this good because I took a break and I got back with my manager, shit like that, you feel me? So you, like, weak-mindedly, under stress, you'll let that type of shit like get to your head because you comparing and contrasting yourself to all these different people. But in, when you look at the big picture, nigga ain't even thinking like, at the end of the day, I'm making progress. Like whether it's a little bit or it's a lot, a nigga making progress in the right direction because I'm building a brand. Every time that page get deleted, you get that big bite. You might got 20K on this page, but them old 200K, they still know your ass. You feel me? So all you doing is, in essence, sometimes that page getting deleted, that shit be a blessing. Or sometimes mm. you going through a break and come back, that should be a blessing because you get the opportunity to like rebrand yourself. Because now they ain't seen you in six months. Now you come back, you got a new hair, you tatted up, you done, you know what I'm saying? You been trapping, you done dropped your BB, you done did that, you feel me? So now you lit and you look different. You just rebranding, but to the same people who already knew you, you feel me? Like, so I had to just change my perspective on them obstacles. Mm. Because instead of letting them bitches like downfall or hold a nigga bite, I got to think like down. This shit really easy. This shit ain't nothing. You feel me? Like it's, it's really easy. It's all just a mindset thing. But I came home and I, I've been powerful. So you feel me? Hell yeah. Um, why do you feel like you wasn't ready the first time? Though you said 
you wasn't ready at that time. I feel like you... I feel like I wasn't ready at that time because if I was ready, it would have happened. Hmm. You feel me? I got you. Anything that can happen. Listen, there's some shit. There's some shit for y'all to think about. Anything that can happen will happen. Hmm. And if it didn't happen, it's because it couldn't happen. You feel me? Under them specific set of circumstances, like right now. Anything that can happen right now will happen, guaranteed. Like, that's a scientific proven fight. Go search it. For sure. Anything that can happen will happen. So that's just how I look at the shit with my life. So when I'm going through shit, like, even when them police got me down that bit and they like, oh, you finna go to prison, guaranteed. Hmm. Like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. You go to trial, you do this, do that. You feel me? Like, I'm not looking at it like, oh, damn, I'm devastated. I just look at it. I, I really go with the flow with a lot of shit in life because I got to learn whatever I got to learn from what I'm going through right now. Because if I make it out and I ain't learn what I was supposed to learn, that's how you get back where you feel me. So just shit. I take this shit one day at a time. That's why I say I feel like I wasn't ready. I respect that. Um, I wanted to ask you about that Pogo Stick song. Yeah. Um, I think that song is super dope, but even better than that, I thought the video was dope. And I think, you know, just like the creative process, man, we got to talk about that joint because that's just so damn hard. That was my first, that was my first big production video. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like with a, like with a script and shit. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Uh, extras and all that. It gave me a good, it, it gave me a good feel to it. I hear a lot of people, I get like positive feedback from that video all the time. I fuck with it. Um, but really a lot of that, uh, a lot of that was like the producer of my idea. I can't really take credit for all that, but I did out that bit and I showed out. You feel me? So, but yeah, I fuck with that video and it, and it really gave me like a, like I got my feet wet mm. as far as when it comes to that type of shit, like the productions and the directors and you know what I'm saying? Like right. I kinda got I kinda got my feet wet with the shit so now I kinda understand the process of like what it takes to put them type of videos together and shit like that. So when I go and I do it, next time it's gonna be twice as big. Shit For like sure. that. But definitely I fuck with it, appreciate it. Um, what does your name mean? Mm. Like GMK, what what does that specifically I don't even mean? No. I don't even know. <laughs> How'd you that get shit, it? That bitch just, that bitch was acquired over time. That bitch just stuck. I don't know, man. I can't, I couldn't tell you. I can't, listen, it's so crazy because I had multiple nicknames growing up, right? Mm. But all them bitches had the same acronym. Like all them bitches would fall under GMK. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So that's why I be like, whenever somebody asks that question, this the most I done ever told somebody. When they ask me that, you feel me? Usually mm-hmm. I just tell them like, like, nah, I don't know next question. But yeah. like, to give people understanding, like it, it just, that shit just built up over time. So before I choose this over this, all that's me. So I just say shit, I'm GMK. Nah, respect. Um, do you feel that you are underrated or underheard? Cause I feel like niggas know you. Yeah. But you almost to that point where it's like household name shit. Nah, niggas know me like, like, like when I go around other artists and shit who who people consider this or that a mainstream or just yeah. a big artist, you feel me? Just other niggas who are here popping their shit, you feel me? Like when I go around them boys, niggas be knowing me and like we be chopping it up and I always get positive energy from everybody, you feel me? But I don't feel, I don't feel I don't feel necessarily underrated, you feel me? I like to put in the work, but I just came home. I just came home, what, in 
I just came over 10, 11 months ago. Yeah. You feel me? So, shit, to me, where I'm at and how far I done came, shit, I feel like I'm moving. I feel like I feel like life moving fast. Mm. You feel me? If a nigga, if I grew any faster than this, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. You feel me? Like, like if I had came home and I had went double this, like yeah. faster than this, I wouldn't know what I what to do right now. Not so for sure. I, I I appreciate it. It took step out of time. Just like I said, got my feet in the water. So I came home turned up. You feel me? I ain't nowhere near my maximum potential, but I got my feet in the water. Of so I got everything established. You feel me? I got all my own shit. Nigga bills paid, nigga legit took care of, shit like that. So I'm learning how to balance all that. Mm. Just as like a man in general. Mm-hmm. And you feel me? Like run my household and shit and balance all that. And then at the same time, balance my career. And once I get that perfect balance, shit, we just gonna up the weight. Hell yeah. Um, and, and speaking of serving time, man, what do you feel like is the best way to be there for somebody that's, you know, serving time? I feel like this real, and this is what I try to get into people's head, bro. Like, like, something that makes something easiest for somebody don't mean that it make it best for them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all got these homeboys, and them boys got 10 years Mm. and 15 years and shit like that, bro, and it's a nigga like, Cause these niggas, these ain't like regular homeboys. These niggas be my brothers. So these niggas that like 15 years when them boys come home, shit, they come home to my shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like shit like that. So it's like, you don't never want to start that bitch straight off. And, th- and this come from experience. Cause I ain't gonna never say I made, I ain't made this mistake before, you feel me? But you don't want to never start off nobody big. People made this mistake with me. Hmm. Never start off nobody big just acting like, oh, we stupid locked in, I'ma hold you down, call me every day, anytime you need something, call me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that, bro. At the same time, y'all boys was on the street and you'll call my phone, I pick that bit up, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll reach me, or sometime when I was both on the street, you'll call my phone, I might not pick it up every time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be going out my way to like base my schedule or something around that and I know that's not something I can't keep up for 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I do that to you? When I'm supposed to be in that bit helping you, like, prepare yourself for this shit because mm-hmm. this shit you got to do at the end of the day. You feel me? So if you're going to do it, you got to do the shit right because you don't do the shit right and in an environment like that, that shit could cost you your life or something. You feel me? So I, I be, like, encouraging my dog. I be encouraging my dog. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To, like, bro, get in there, get your head right, get your mind right, you feel me? Work out. Pete the scene. Like, that what I tell them, boy, when y'all boy get to y'all main camp, after y'all leave them transit camps and all that, sit there, Pete the scene, bro, because you got to know, you know what I'm saying, what's going on on the compound. You gotta know if this bit got lifers on this bit. You gotta know what doing such and such them in, where about, you know what I'm saying? Who got what? Because you don't wanna come in that bit trying to act too raw, cause this ain't the kind of. You feel me? Like, that should be, <laughs> that should be sour real quick. But shit, like I said, best way to hold somebody down, I feel like provide them the same support consistently that you was providing them when you was on the street. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let them lock up and you get for, and you forget about them. You feel me? But don't never portray to them like they finna be your whole world because you know that's not true. Even down to like them girls, girls are 
or I'm gonna hold you down, I'm gonna do this, and then that shit don't always work out. But you don't blame them, you don't blame them for it not working out. You feel me? That's that why people, I be like, niggas in jail always snapping on everybody on the phone. Mm -hmm. Cause you ain't blaming folks for the shit not working out. You blaming folks for them feeding you all that shit, and that's all you got. You ain't got no stimulation. Like, imagine that you got your phone in your hand all the time, you got that television on, shit like that. Like, you go outside, you hear them noises, you hear them birds and shit. Like, all that shit stimulates your mind as a human. So when you in jail, you in a position where bit the wall's gray. You feel me? Like, you ain't got no stimulation whatsoever. The wall's gray, no juice in there, bit. Ain't nothing hot, ain't nothing cold, everything all right. Hmm. You feel me? Like, all the, all the food, that bit all right. Ain't nothing hot, ain't nothing cold. Ain't nothing in there, bit. Ain't no juice, ain't nothing. You feel me? So, mm -hmm. that type of situation, and then you got this girl on the phone, or you got these niggas on the phone, and you know what I'm saying? You got this girl, she's saying all this raw shit, whispering in your ear and shit. This stimulating your brain. So, every day, every day you fiend for that. Like, you ready to go hop on the phone and call that girl because you done can't depend on that. That's drugs now. Your homeboys, you feel me? They, they, they get you caught up sending you money, $50 to smoke weed, $50 to do this like little dumb shit instead of letting you know like, nah, bro, we gonna send you this a week a piece, make sure you eat. You know what I'm saying? Like people get you caught up in the hype and shit, trying to be down, bro, you ain't trying to be, like, just what, what make it easy for somebody ain't always what's best, but sometimes you gotta like, lay that law, just, mm. you feel me? And that be what's best for people because that shit puts them out there in that water and they gotta, they gotta develop as a person. Cause shit, really, that's that's what that shit be about sometimes. That why people be in there, they gotta develop as a person. Something they gotta learn. Hell yeah. What was the first thing that you did this last time that you was released? Like the, the very first, first thing. The first thing. I left my city instantly. I probably was in my mm. city. Cause look, I I wasn't in prison in my city. I was at Hamilton CI, so that was in Jasper, Florida. That's probably like a, a little bit over an hour away, like an hour forty-five hour away or some shit. I drove home. Well, we drove home, my, my managers, my homeboy Dizzle, Bike Street was with me, a videographer was with me, she recorded that certified trench baby. First thing I did, got me a phone. First call that I had, that boy, you know I called that boy the day before, I said, yeah, pull that, pull up with that bit, you feel me, so I can go ahead, put my, my iCloud in, my shit could be sinking. <laughs> <laughs> you feel I'm on the way home. My pit, my my my, my pits is popping up and shit. Hmm. You feel me? So yeah, um, I, I had got my phone right. I went home. Man, real deal. No funny shit. I had to go home. I probably had. I probably grabbed two pair of pants. Hmm. I probably grabbed two pair of pants, a couple pair of drawers, and like a couple t-shirts. Went to Orlando. Like I was I was at my house for 30 minutes. Went to Orlando, got a beat, got two B&Bs in Orlando. So I had, I brought, I had all my family from Jacksonville come down to Orlando too. Cause mm. I didn't want to get out of prison and just be posted up in the city somewhere, having like a little welcome home party, and they be trying to blitz a nigga shit or some shit. You know, nigga be party poopers. But, but now, um, just yeah, I went down to Orlando, had my my people put up in one B&B and. Me and all my dogs in another B&B mm. and shit, that's what we did. We went down that bit, like, we just finna shoot us a little video, we down that bit, hanging out. That's hard. After that, I got out October 1st. October 1st and 2nd, I was mm. in Orlando. October 3rd, I moved to Houston. Like, moved to Houston, I took that bike with them two. 
pairs of pants. Real mm. shit. Ask Keeson. I moved to Houston. I went to scrape Keeson house. Mm. You feel me? Ass keys to open my shit. Boom, I had a big old badass suitcase too. Ain't shit in that bit. Big ass nautical suitcase. I opened that bit. It's two pairs of pants in that bit. Some drawers and t shirts. I had I had the mindset like, but fuck them old clothes. Mm. Everything, like I said, I just took a break. I'm gonna come back rebrand. Because now that little music that I dropped, like I said, everything be meant. You feel me? Mm. Like, people look at it like, damn, you just spent the whole 13 months plus or a year or whatever. But I look at it like, shit. I was forced to spend a whole 13 month plus, so at the end of the day, that's something I would have did, whether I liked it or not. You feel me? But at the same time, I'm in that bit. I'm meeting people. You feel me? I'm getting people life story. I'm bettering myself, like mentally. I'm getting so suited up because all I do is read shit and study shit. Mm. And then I was dropping music before I went to jail. So all them songs just yeah, accumulating yeah. shit. You feel me? So I come home, nigga, nigga up a little something. Get grabbed that, and I'd say, all right, bet I'm finna go rebrand. I'm finna move to Houston. Mm. And move straight to Houston. I probably was... I probably was... I probably posted up with my nigga Kesey. I probably posted up with Kesey and YB's and shit for like a month. And then... I went and I posted up at A shit for like three months. By then, I had my game plan already. You feel me? And icing. By that fourth month, I got my own shit. From being out of, from being in prison. Hmm. Came home, moved to a new city by the fourth month, own shit. All that own shit. Uh and I just really like turned turned my muscle up with this with this rap shit. That's hard. Um, now we've got to come up on a year. It's gonna yeah. be it's shit, this 1st. week, this weekend actually. Oh damn, that's crazy! I didn't even think about that. I gotta do something special. I was gonna say so. I mean, what's what's your mind like now? Just just knowing like, man, it's been a year. You know. I don't know. That bit went too fast. It's already a year now. You feel me? But it's just it's like like that shit went that shit went fast. But I don't really even got no mindset like like. Somebody will think about that, like, how does it feel to get out of here? Mm. But I've I been forgot I got out. Mm. You feel me? Like, I've been forgot that six months ago. I wouldn't, I'm not even thinking about that no more. Because now I got so much, so much shit that, that's prevalent right now that right. I got to be worried about. I'm not worried about that if I got out a year ago. You feel me? I'm worried about, oh, I need to go, get, go here, do this, set this up, do this, set this up. You feel me? I'm trying to keep moving away from that. Mm. When can we expect a project? Y'all was supposed to... I ain't gonna lie, this is a secret. But y'all was supposed to expect the project in November. Okay. You feel me? But no. Yeah. You know, y'all was supposed to expect the project in October. But now y'all could like expect it in like November. Gotcha. I'm gonna push the bike a little bit, run it up, and like I just wanna really get it out there and deliver like the best, the best material that I can to my people. Cause yeah, they've been waiting so that. long. Nah, facts, facts, facts. This gonna be my first tape, like my first ever. I've been rapping just as long as motherfucking whoever else in the city, you feel me? But I ain't never dropped no nothing. I ain't never dropped no mixtapes, no albums, no nothing. Not even unsigned. Right. Like them them singles that's on my YouTube, that's all that's that's all the pieces that I ever dropped in my whole life. Mm. Like with like 10, 11 songs. So I'm 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 really excited to get that tape out there, cause I'm just showing people shit that they ain't never 
heard from me, you feel me? Cause they don't really, they ain't really heard that much from me. So all them people fuck with me, they really just probably fuck with me. Just, I don't know, nigga funny or something. <laughs> I think I think a person's brand can go a long way though. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I think me personally, like I fuck with, you know, just how you conduct yourself. Yeah, you I know think a lot I mean? of people just fuck me as a person. Facts. And that's most important though. I feel like people gonna always support you if like if they fuck with you like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so like for people who haven't checked you out before, man, why should they tap in? Probably be one of the best things you ever did in your life, bro. It might change, it might change the future. But nah, shit, I'm speaking that real shit, you feel me? Like, I feel like that's what be separating me from, from different people. Like, I really speak that real shit, and I feel like the way that I articulate myself is so descriptive and mm. it's detailed, but it's not, it's not detailed and descriptive at the expense of the flow. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you feel me? Like, I like when I hear niggas and they be like, oh, look, I snapped on this bit. I got all articulate and, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they sound like they wrote that bit with a dictionary next to their ass, but... It, it's like y'all doing all that metaphor and articulate shit, but it's coming at the expense of the flow. Like the song be signing, you know what I'm saying? You don't fuck with that shit. I feel like I feel like I I got that delivery because it's already up there. Like you can just tell by how I speak. Like that's just how I talk. Respect. I got a challenge for you. Um, know <laughs> you uh, got the Florida dialect. Yeah. Can you say back? Like, just say it regular? Just say it. Like, my way? Just, just all right. How I do you say it? say it your way. Like, bite. All right, now say it, say it how I said it. Um, that bit really <laughs> sound like, it really feel weird, even me trying to pr- prepare my mouth to do that. But like, I say bite, bite, street, bite, pipe. Bite, pipe. That sounds crazy. All right, that is a country. All right, look, let me do it. I see it. It ain't like hard enough, just back. That sounds weird. Now, see, though. I felt like you was, you said back. <laughs> Yeah, like, why the K in like that? You feel me? Back. Okay. I can't really say it, though. Like, back. Back. My back. I don't know. Like, don't how you cool to say it? Back. That don't sound right, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't even sound like how you just said it. That's funny. Now, I had to fuck with you real quick, man, because you said it a few times. I know. Right. I, I just had to oh. fuck with you real quick. Um. So, okay. All right. Two more questions. I'm going to let you go. Um, talk about some other endeavors that you into outside of music. Like, if you into, like, investing, you know, other Bruh, things. I've been, in, I've been in so many different lanes lately. Especially since I came home because I got this mentality, like, say if I even, say if I woke up today and I tried something and that bit ain't work. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I still make progress because now I know that don't work. You feel me? Like, I, I got to do, I got to do some shit every day. Like, so... Like, I done did, since, since coming home, I done tested out the dog breeding, mm. had some raw ass dogs, but my girl dog, she got pregnant, and then the puppies died, and then she died. Oh, damn. So I said, fuck dogs, I ain't buying no more dogs. Man, and I'm gonna be dying, shit. like, yeah, yeah that's, that's some shit, like, but she in the house, she was in the house dead for like three days. Damn. I ain't wanna take her nowhere. Yeah, that's Because tough. my girl then was like, I need to get out of the house. But I'm like, man, I'm not finna throw her away. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I fucked up about her. So I was like, nah, but I ended up throwing her ass away. Yeah, you <laughs> gave I, the first dog's hot chocolate, me? you know what I mean? I, I had to. <laughs> yeah. But, but shit, I, yeah, that shit told me, hell, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Um, I looked into the Airbnbs, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, all the Lorena properties and mm. stuff like that. I just been big thinking about that um, 
the whole cars on the tour road, mm -hmm. that whole type of idea crossed my mind. Um, but what I'm trying to get in, for so, for so, man, distro, LA. Watching the next few years, y'all gonna see my shit. My shit gonna be huge. Okay. LA distro. I'm having my own screen and all that. I'm gonna be making hella art bikes every day. Okay, respect. All right, so my final question for today. Um, so our keyword is progress. You've been saying progress a lot, you know what I mean? Progress. So um, how would you define the word progress support, or positive progress support? How would you define the word progress? I define progress as any hmm. progress as like you as a person or progress as like in an endeavor. You can define it however you want to define it. Cause every time we do an interview, I'm gonna keep asking you that question. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel like. I feel like you could generalize it by just focusing on you as a person because any endeavor is always going to include you. But I look at progress as like any advancement that I get or addition that I get in like information or rather it be information or just any forward movement in me as a, as a person like moving forward. I feel like if I stood still, or if I went back, that's not progress. Anytime mm -hmm. I move forward, learn something, add something onto the plate, anything, like that's progress because I'm doing something today that I wasn't doing yesterday. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, now, this has definitely been dope, man. I appreciate you coming through again. Um, keep working, man. You definitely got a new fan for show. Some new fans, I appreciate I'm sure. y'all, man. You know what I mean? We fucking with you, man, but uh, keep going up. You dope. All right. For sure, man. Hey. Free Bike Street and Free Queso. Free Queso finna drop, man. Long live 23. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.